What does one of the best minds when it comes to Democratic strategy think the biggest concern is for the Democrats in the presidential? Here's a hint. It ain't Donald Trump. I'm Chris Cuomo. Welcome to another episode of the Chris Cuomo Project. Thank you for subscribing and following. You know, we're very Trump focused. Why? Because he's sucking up a lot of energy on the right. I mean, it seems like he's going to get the nomination if he wants it. Some people will disagree and things could change over time to make that not happen. But right now, he's the man. But more importantly, right now, he's the man because there's so many more people on the right who believe in him. And here is a point for you. Extreme ideology has more connection with the GOP than it does with the Democrats right now. I'm not saying that there isn't fringe on both sides. I'm saying as a pie chart goes, you have three-fourths of the Republican Party who thinks Trump is the man, at least two-thirds, okay? You do not have that amount of percentage about anything on the left that's that high a percentage of acceptance of a fringe thing, okay? And Trump is a fringe thing. He checks very few boxes of traditional Republican ideology in a leader. Least of all was character counts, okay? They've clearly abandoned that. Why? Listen, that's the game. They're going with what they think can win, okay? But, 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 James Carville is with us today, okay? The man who said it's the economy, stupid. Well, guess what he's saying now? It's the third parties, stupid. That's the biggest concern for James Carville, not Biden, not Trump. In fact, listen to him. He's not even sure it's going to be Trump. Why? James Carville. So first question, have we gone over the edge? Do you believe we are past the point of no return? Politics is completely broken and there are no better days to come. No, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I admit these are, 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 are politics is discouraging now, but the country been here since 1789. Uh, and I think the voters are actually like hungering for something different. I, I really do. And, uh, you know, we can see how soon the parties produce something like that for them. But you know what the counter is? The counter is, nope, it's never been this bad, James. Uh, even when they were going after President Clinton over the Lewinsky stuff, there was very little chance that he would have been convicted in the Senate. He had the margin of votes. It was going to pass through. Now the Democrats eat their own. It's all a battle to the bottom. Uh, you campaign all year long, every year, because nobody wants to govern. And social media has made it even worse. It's never been this bad. Do you accept or reject? I, 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 I reject it because the, Democrat, the, the Republicans are 20 times worse than the Democrats. It's easy to say the Democrats have some blame in this. I, I assume they do, but maybe 15 percent as opposed to 85. But talk about people who don't want to govern. They don't want, they want to shut the government down. You talk about people that don't want to govern. They don't want to pay. That was trying to threaten not to pay the government's debt. So I, I agree to the extent that Certainly the politics today is broken, but the culprit is not that hard to find. <laughs> it, 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 it's Trump and, and MAGAism that is driving this, this. Now you can say, well, the Democrats and some of the, yeah, some of them say stupid things. That guy pulling the fire alarm is about as stupid as you can be. But you can't, it, it, it's not a comparable thing. It's, it, it, it's not it just 15% is not 85%. You think that guy Bowman pulled the fire alarm as a stunt? You don't think it was a mistake? 
Well, I know it was a mistake. <laughs> I, I, again, I, I, he's like anybody else. He has a defense. But a, a third grader knows you don't go around pulling freaking fire alarms. That's a pretty serious offense. What is it with you people? You prosecute everything in politics now. And that is the big level against the Democrats is, no, you are as bad. And here's why. One, Black Lives Matter. You had people running all over the country, destroying everything, and you gave them a pass. The second thing is that uh, you prosecute your opponents now. All this stuff with Trump, nobody else would be charged with any of this stuff criminally. This is what you're doing. It turns out we're targeting them. It's absurd. Mary Garland went out of his way not to investigate Trump. Went to any length you could. Finally, the archives go to him and say, look, he's got our stuff. Well, okay, we'll ask him for it. Then he lies about that. Then have, and, and basically, Trump beat the door down to be prosecuted. He begged him. He, he literally, Garland, I, I think wrongly, he, he thought it was political to touch this. And there is zero evidence that, that they're acting under any instruction from Biden. Garland has said if he was, he would resign. I don't have any reason to disagree. I, mean, I think the history will regard him maybe as too timid at the beginning of his term. I don't Why know. did it take them so long to investigate and assess the Hunter Biden situation and why nothing involving the finances? That thing has been so investigated and so combed over in so many documents. And as Dan Abrams said, there is not a shred, an iota of evidence that links Joe Biden to any of this. And the Justice Department, I, I, I can't tell you the amount of legal fees so far what they found is a mistake on a gun application and the late filing of, of income tax. I, 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 but I, and they'll, they'll keep this up, but it doesn't have anything to do with Joe Biden. There's not a, a single iota of evidence that connects Joe Biden. And as you know, Chris, they opened these hearings. I said publicly, I was all for I think there should be more hearings. Bring more witnesses. Give everybody a chance to subpoena everybody. And th this thing they had was a joke. It was an utter joke. They bring all three witnesses dispute the premise of the in inquiry. So let's have more. M more the better. And th th somebody showed me any evidence that Mary Garland has interfered in this investigation, or that Joe Biden has done something illegal, I, I, I'm open to it, but I have seen all evidence I see is to the contrary. The only hole in the argument is that we don't know what investigating has been done on the financial side of Hunter Biden. We don't know that the FBI has anything to do with it. We know that Weiss hasn't brought any charges or even said anything about on the financial side. And that is fueling a lot of the politics here in terms of the pushback that, boy, if the Democrats were doing this to Trump, it'd be all that they were talking about and they would have had all kinds of charges. But when it's Biden's kid, there's nothing, even though we know he was making money that he shouldn't have been making. That's what they say. Well, to put it mildly, it's full of crap. You control the House of Representatives. You have subpoena power. You have opened an investigation. If you think the investigation into the finances is inadequate, then start subpoenaing stuff. Start bringing witnesses. You have the power to do that. And to just say, well, somebody else didn't do it. That in Nobody under federal, federal investigation, investigators are not going to tell you anything looked at. 
But if Weiss didn't look at financial records, he'd be pretty freaking incompetent, who, by the way, was one of Trump's favorites, who was appointed by Trump, who Garland left in office and said, I will not interfere with him in this investigation. That's all a fact. The public doesn't know that. The public doesn't know that. And in, in, in in 61% of the public thinks that Biden did something wrong when there is no evidence. So as a Biden defender, I'd say maybe we hadn't done a, a, that good a job. Maybe the press, why would 61% of the people believe something? There's no evidence. Somebody is falling down on a job here. Well, how is it not your side? It's not the media's side to argue your case. I, again, maybe I, I couldn't imagine they did any better than they did on the opening day of those hearings. I mean, Dan Goldman and Delegate Plaskett and Jamie Raskin run ran rings around these people. They didn't, know, they didn't know whether to wind their butts or scratch their watches. And James Coleman, as I said before, and I'll say it again, is, is, is not a very bright man at all. At all. And he demonstrated that. Support for the Chris Cuomo Project comes from Done With Debt. Let me tell you, we're all dealing with it, especially in American culture, right? Because we're so credit sensitive. We have so much available credit. People take advantage of it. Often it takes advantage of them. High interest credit cards are real. Loans make it nearly impossible to pay off your debt. Inflation keeps just taking away what you can pay, keeps you stuck in almost a paycheck to paycheck existence. Done with debt can be a lifeline. Done with debt has this ingenious new system that gives you a way to deal with debt faster and easier than you probably thought possible. See, Done With Debt analyzes all the debt options that you qualify for. They know how to reduce bills, cut interest rates. They have a skilled staff of negotiators that know how to get debt out of your life, ready? Permanently. Done With Debt has a bunch of experts. They've been doing this and they know the best strategies to reduce and remove debt from your life. But you gotta hurry because some debt solutions are time sensitive. Here's how easy they'll make it. If you go to donewithdebt.com, that's donewithdebt.com, right? D-O-N-E-W-I-T-H-D-E-B-T.com, you can find the answers to your debt problems. Support for the Chris Cuomo Project comes from AG1. Listen, my brothers and sisters, you know that I take my health seriously, right? I'm an aging athlete. I'm dealing with long COVID. That's why AG1 is a big part of my game, and I have been taking it for many years. Why? Because it's one and done. I don't have to worry about the combinations. I don't have to worry about the price the same way. It's so much less expensive than taking all these things separately. And... It's the deliverability. It's just a scoop and a glass of warm water for me, but you can put a scoop of it in whatever you want. And boop, down the hatch, and that's that. People ask me all the time, AG1, do you really take it? Yeah, it's all over my house. And I've been drinking it for a long time, and I think it works. I have partnered with AG1 for so long because they make a high-quality product that I trust to have as part of my routine every day. So, you want to replace whatever you're doing now? Start AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first subscription at drinkag1.com slash ccp. That's drinkag1.com slash ccp. Check it out. 
I'm with you theoretically. My problem is, even though there's like 90-something charges against the guys, if you bundle, bundle all the civil and criminal, it is all of it taken apart is unimpressive stuff. He kept the documents. There's no proof he wanted to sell them or do what we're usually worried about. He kept two sets of books. All those guys are dirty. So many keep two sets of books. The business records in New York, overwhelmingly people think it's political because it seems like you're going to go after a former president for his business records. The Georgia stuff should matter more to people, but you don't really have Trump orchestrating this stuff except the phone call where if he had a good faith belief that he had votes stolen from him, he's going to escape legal scrutiny criminally from a jury in all likelihood. The charges on their face seem like, man, if it were anybody else, they wouldn't bring these charges. I, I, I just so disagree with you, particularly the Mar-a-Lago. I said that the thing is, yeah, you stole it, but it's just too much trouble for us to go to get it back so you can just go ahead and keep it because I got your computer. I don't know what I was going to do with it. I, I wasn't going to, how do you know I was going to go sell it to a fence? I, I hadn't done Everybody that. Everybody has classified documents. Biden had them next to his Corvette. Pence had them. You know, that Biden, he was subpoenaed. He was told. But it's all the difference in the world, Chris, and you know this. I do. That Biden didn't know he had it. Trump, they asked him repeatedly and nicely to give them back. If it's all so obvious, why is he apparently doing better <laughs> with all of these actions against him? Your answer is always the polls. All right. So, so the law should should follow the polls. If the polls think you didn't do anything wrong and the law says you did, we follow the polls. I don't know. And I don't know how much longer he's going to be doing better. You know, you're starting to see these witnesses starting to turn turn around here. And generally, I don't know this. But, it, you know, it started out with, uh, what's his name, the, the guy, the, the bail bonds guy. And now Bernie Carrick is trying to cut a deal. Well, then, they, you know, and generally the way it goes. But the idea that stealing things and keeping them and tolling that you're possessing stolen goods and not returning them is a bad thing. I, in the Georgia case, I, I he, he might, his defense would be, I, 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 look, it was 4 million votes cash. I thought there were 11,780 that he could find. I don't have any ministerial power over the Georgia Secretary of State. I, I I don't know all of, but be careful that these people have a lot of evidence. And I would warn everybody this. The prosecution generally only shows you the extent of the evidence that they need to get an indictment return. They generally don't show you any more than that. I know if I spent a lot of time in Georgia, I have a lot of friends there, I've campaigns there. I know people at work for the DA, and that, that's a pretty talented operation. Given everything that you that you know and that you suspect, why aren't the Democrats blowing the Trump party out of the water? I, I mean, first of all, Trump has never got more than 47 percent in an election. Trump lost in 2018. He lost in 2020. He lost in 2022. The Republicans have not won an election since Dobbs, period, full stop. Yeah, but the House is so closely divided. The Senate is completely divided. But you asked me to say, explain why the, our politics is so close, not the, on the question, is somebody corrupt in here? And the fact that you have a 47.5% approval rating does, is not, does not inoculate you against criminal charges if you are guilty. And I can't tell you that he's guilty, but it don't look very good to me. I get it. But you're running against a party that openly embraces 
somebody with more felony counts than anyone I've ever heard of in my life. And they are in a dead heat in both houses of Congress against you. Not, wait, let, let, let's say another th- few things. He is adjudicated by a court of law to have raped a woman. That's right. He has been adjudicated by a court of law to, in the common definition of the word rape, that's what he did. He is adjudicated in the court of law for being a business fraud. All right. Now, if you want to say that the election is closer than it should be against all this, I, I can't argue with that. I, mean, I, I Sometimes I look at it and say, why isn't this thing 62 to 30? But it's not. But we don't know all of the information that we're going to find out. We're, we're just starting this unbelievable reveal that's going forward. And we're, we haven't got enough people in the criminal justice system. We're starting to see them turn on each other. So let's see. But if, if the defense is he's tied in, in the trial heat, okay, that's that, that I don't think it's a very compelling defense, but it's true. Two things. One, just for clarity of record on the facts, you're right. Uh, in the E. Jean Carroll civil uh, litigation, uh, the jury found uh, and the judge uh, ordered that there be an assault finding. They moved away from rape, that it wasn't rape, but there was an assault touching. Just, you know, I'm not saying it's not bad. I'm not saying- I'm saying it right. The judge said in the common definition of rape, he digitally, the jury yes. found that he digitally pen- penetrated- That was the assault. And, and the judge said in the common definition, he didn't say the legal definition. Right. Okay. But if that doing it, well, he didn't really. I'm not mitigating it. I'm just saying just to, so that people can't say we got it wrong on purpose. Well, he could have done that to your daughter or my daughter. I'd be in prison. That's easy. I'd, I'd be in prison. I want to beat up entire rooms of people when they do shit to my kids. So I'm, I'm, uh, that's why I can't be a leader. But we should have way better people to be leaders than me. Uh, you've said recently, hey, people better be checking themselves on the Democratic side about how we're looking heading into this race. Um, but you're kind of in a rock and a hard place, aren't you? Because Biden's the sitting president. You're not going to primary a sitting president. I don't think there's any, I don't believe all of this. He's incompetent stuff, but he is not actively making the case that you guys need to make to be seen as better. What do you do with it? How do you see it? Well, first of all, among guys, I'll tell you exactly what I think. I think the White House is saying, don't worry, it's going to be Biden v. Trump, and his number's going to get better. People are going to appreciate the economy. I, that, you know, if you look at the record, and they're going to find Trump unacceptable. I, I, I don't buy it's inevitably Trump to start with, but we're all basing our thing that Trump is an inevitable Republican nominee. I would concede that he's the probable Republican nominee, but I, I, I wouldn't do much for planning. The other thing that the talking points never take in the fact is the no labels people, the 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 uh, Cornell West, who I think is a, a much underrated threat, Bobby Kennedy running as a libertarian, or he's enjoying the, the, and I'm just saying the stuff that we're we're being told, don't worry, it's all going to be fine, and people are going to realize where they are, and it's going to be Trump and Biden. The stuff I I I I think Democrats need to ask themselves, and ask the White House. Okay, this is. Tell us how we, where, where are you going? But right now, the, I'm just saying what is evident to an amoeba. The numbers are not good <laughs> right now. 
that got convinced me you think they're going to get better. They weren't good for Reagan in 83 or Clinton in 95 or Obama in 2011. But to say we should be doing better, I agree with you. Do you think you should switch out the VP candidate to give people a backstop uh, if they have questions about Biden? I I think it makes, I think Biden, if he's going through it, I've made this choice, I'm satisfied with it. I, I think it just becomes drama that you don't need. And it looks, you know, to some extent, I mean, she, her approval, I look, is 36. Well, Biden's 41. She can't go any higher than 41. I know you blame her for being, she can't can't be any more popular than him. I'm kind of sympathetic to the argument that, that, you know, she gets a lot of shit jobs and, you know, she needs a better circumstance which to succeed. Um, I mean, I have some sympathy for him, but I don't think the White House is going to change this out, Chris. I, I, I really don't. Uh, and I don't, you know, it's pretty clear that her numbers are, but if you put anybody on the ticket, you know, John F. Kennedy himself came back, he would automatically have a 40 negative in this environment. You know, so I, 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 I don't know. I have some sympathy for their argument that they get all the tough jobs. She doesn't get a chance. My only, my biggest criticism of her is they always predictable. They, they do, you know, the pro-choice event at Howard. They do the GOTV. Why, why don't they go to some smash and grab victim store and announce a $200 million federal grant? Do something surprising. That's all, all I'd ask them, Vice President Harris. Do something I, w- I, could, I wouldn't predict. Go to East Palestine. You know, I don't know what the recovery is like there, so I can't speak to it. But I've been in a lot of places with a lot of natural disasters, I, I, I promise you. I know. But what I'm saying is you guys tend to go because it's important to be seen there. Support for the Chris Cuomo Project comes from AG1. Man, oh man, if you are a listener, you know how I feel about Athletic Greens, okay? AG1 has been a go-to for me for years. Why? It's easier. It's price effective. And it's better. Instead of all the different bottles and how many pills and at what time and in what combinations, they did all the research so I could have complete confidence in my routine. One and done, man. That's because AG1 is a foundational nutritional supplement that supports your body's universal needs. Gut optimization, stress management, immune support. So for me, I really combined all of these different needs into one one, which became AG1, right? Every scoop, probiotics, the digestive enzymes for gut support, magnesium, which is big for me, B vitamins, energy support, adaptogens. They're all in there in the right levels, right combinations to help support immune health. AG1 is the supplement that I trust to provide the support my body needs every day. And that's why they've been a partner for so long. So if you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. If you try AG1, you're going to get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2, and you're going to get five free AG1 travel packs. That's just with the first purchase. So go to drinkag1.com slash ccp. Drinkag1.com slash ccp. Check it out. Support for the Chris Cuomo Project comes from Done With Debt. 
This is a big one, especially in America, man. You need done with debt. If you're one of us who's addicted to credit, you need done with debt because you're going to bed thinking about how much you owe and what the minimum amount payable is and what are you going to do and you're never going to get out from under it. And look, is it your fault? Yeah, in part, take responsibility for your spending, but also the system traps you in debt. High interest credit cards and loans. It's almost impossible to pay off your debt once you get into that cycle. Insane inflation keeps you stuck paycheck to paycheck. And that's why you need Done With Debt, because Done With Debt is your lifeline. Done With Debt has an ingenious new strategy to help you deal with debt faster than most of us would think possible. Done With Debt analyzes your debt, gives you options that you'll qualify for. Done With Debt knows how to reduce bills, cut interest rates. They've got skilled staff at Done With Debt that will negotiate figure out how to get better deals. So here's how easy they'll make it. Go to donewithdebt.com, donewithdebt.com, and start getting out from under the problem and toward the solution. You got debt? You need done with debt. How do you explain why, given all of what you see worthy of condemnation on the right, you may never have had more to condemn on the right than you have in this present state of play. And yet, they are very competitive when it comes to the breakdown of Congress and their chances of winning the presidency. I, again, I, of course they are. You, you can't, you, you, you look at the polls. I'm telling you that about 10 to 11% of the Democrats describe themselves as progressive liberal. Okay. And, and basically, these people are silly. They like pronouns and Latin. They're not evil people. They're not people you'd see in, oh, my God. Oh. MAGA is 65% of that party that, that doesn't believe in, in, in climate change. How, how could you be so goddamn stupid as to live in this world today and say it's not getting hotter? It's not getting dry. Oh, we don't have the problem. It's just, it's just like, I'm sorry, you know, I'm supposed to act like we respect everybody and respect everybody's opinion. If you think that climate change is a hoax, I really don't respect your opinion. I really don't. I, I, I can't tell you that you're a stupid person because I don't know that. I know you hold stupid views. Now, that I'm positive about. In the difference between, a, a, you know, some wokey, the faculty member who's more or less harmless and, you know, somebody that wants to get rid of the 14th Amendment is all the difference in the world. I, I, and by the way, that much fewer, we have much fewer of our people than they have of theirs it, it, by, by, by a fact of six times. So does that mean that the country is more like them than it's more like you? Well, the country's split. They got people that are like me and they got people that are not like me. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty clear that we're a pretty divided country right now. But the good news is most of the, a lot of the divisions, unfortunately for a guy like me, are, are demographically driven by age. So if we just get through the next 10 years, we'll probably be fine. <laughs> but that, that, that me, that's not, it's not good when you're my age at a president's age, but that, that's, if you look at the voters under 50, over 50, man, you should get like Ron Brownstein to go through this on on, on your show because he can walk you through it. But it, it, it's really, we think of the country as being black or white or coastal or, or non-coastal or north, south or east, west. 
it's the, a lot of our political divisions are over 50, under 50. I wish I could be an under 50 crowd. I'm trying to buy my way in there, but they don't, they don't seem to want to let me in. <laughs> well, you think like under 50, you just say too many things too frankly. And, you know, that under 50 crowd is in the business of self-protection. Attack the other side, attack what you don't agree with uh, and never offend your own because then they'll attack you. And I think it's a big part of the problem with our debate and discussion is that you can't disagree anymore without being seen as demonic. That's a big part of it. And I, I, that I, I, I agree with. Now, I, I said this, I've said this publicly, and I'll say it before, but I taught, I don't know, 15 years in higher ed, it was nine years at Tulane, four at LSU, and I think three at Northern Virginia Community College. And I told my students, and I really believe this, the only reason that I'm not bringing David Duke here to this class is I'm a moral coward. I'm just saying, I have no philosophical reason. There's no underpinning. I just don't want the president of the university to crap a pineapple. All right. So I'm just, I'm not good. But I, I, I would have no issue in the world with bringing any speaker in. And if I'm your teacher and I taught you well enough and you're going to be subjected to David Duke's criminal racist bullshit, well, then that goes, that's shame on me, not you. I should have taught you better. But I don't, I, I blame letting everybody talk. I think it's our biggest problem. And I do think it's the thing I point the finger at the left the most for. What's now called deplatforming, I believe, is censorship. I, I agree. Who is the who is in charge of deplatform? And who decides who needs to somebody has to say, well, you make the cut, but you don't. Who is the arbiter of that? In I, I think the public. If it, that's why I don't believe in banning these freaking books. Let, let They want to read it. Let them read about it. Let the best ideas win. People say, you know, when they want to ask you, kids ask you about the facts of life. When they ask you, just tell them the truth. All right. Don't, you don't have to force it on them. And they add, well, OK, you know, tell them the stock and all that bullshit. And if they can't understand it after a while, they'll come back and they'll understand it. But what this deplatforming people is insane. Uh, you, you see how they're making, they start all of these programs that do nothing, that end up doing nothing, that, that have, you know, these are sensibly noble purposes, and they end up in that. You know, Eric Hoffer, the, always keep in mind, who is the longshoreman philosopher from San Francisco, said every movement begins as a cause, moths into a business, and ends up a racket. All right. Everything that you know from higher ed to religion to, you know, all of the, 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 the stuff is all in the end of the day of athletics. It starts as a good idea. And somebody says, well, maybe we can charge for it. And then, well, maybe we can leverage it. And that's how you end up a racket. Well, that's definitely where we are. The question is, where do you go after you're a racket? if you're trying to get to a better place. And I do not know the answer, except to believe that the system fundamentally, the two-party system, inevitably was going to leave you to this point because it's all about battling to the bottom and the other side being worse. And you you, you know that every, every great leader who has spoken about parties has condemned them. It served us pretty well. And in, in let, 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 let's see. And, and by the way, the no labels people are going to get a lot of votes. And the Cornell West going to get a lot of votes. I, I mean, the third party vote right now is going to be a real factor, I think. That's bad for you. Yes, definitely agree with you on that. They're not good for us. It, 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 but what we don't know 
is there's so much more to learn about Trump that we haven't found out. But you're assuming that bad information will make a difference to people who are open-minded, and it may. I just don't know how many there are. If you're still for Trump, I don't know what information you could get to get you to change your mind. That the other side is worse, that Biden's just as shady, and the Democrats prosecute all their opponents, and if you leave them in power, they'll use the government to get rid of their enemies and put all their programs in place, and a lot of them are wacky. And that's all not true. There's no way that Biden is going after Trump. We, we, we know that from the mountain of evidence that's before us. And the clear evidence is that Merrick Garland, Justice Department, did everything they could to run away from this. And it literally were forced to do this. Literally forced to. The, the archives literally made them do it. They didn't. And I, I could understand his reason. He wanted to bring the, the Justice Department been too politicized. Bar, you had Jeffrey Clark. Oh, my God. All right. You had, you know, Sessions and all of that. And I think Garland was an institutionalist, and that's what he says. I, everybody knows him, thinks the same thing. And he was trying to professionalize it, but he, he couldn't let it go. He, he just couldn't let it go. And what, what Trump was doing was just out and out thievery. So let me ask you this last question. What is the most important question to you that remains to be answered for the next cycle? What's our plan? to deal with the, the, some of the issues that voters are asking about and how are we going to deal with this third-party problem? Because I don't, I, I don't think that this is going to end up being a clean Trump-Biden choice. And how do we deal with what I think is, could be uncertainty in the Republican Party? Uh, I, you know, if he could ask, I'll ask, text Maggie and ask her, but... I, it looks like to me Trump is deteriorating. I know we've said that all the time, and he's always been kind of crazy, but that whole rift on the being electrocuted or eaten by sharks, and that was a, that was a strange deal, you know? That's but, what people want to hear, though. You rob a store, you get shot. Uh, you know, that, that kind of talk has worked with people who are afraid and feel that justice isn't on their side from the beginning of time. That kind of legal stress, it's difficult. You don't sleep well. You don't eat well. He's not the guy falling down all over the place and forgetting where he is. Uh, I trip myself, but I, at least I could. You're not running it. for president. Right. right. I, I, look, I think, I, I don't think that issue is going to go away. Yeah, me either. I don't think there's anything. I, if you bring that up, I can't say, you know, this is not a real issue. It's not really the Democrats that are pushing this. You look at where, where the fault really lies, but people, that, that's a legitimate issue for people to talk about. You, you can't say that it's not because it's in their people's mind and everybody's had experience with old age, either experiencing it or watching people that you love experience it. I think that this is going to be a watershed moment uh, for old white men. I think this is the last time that you see two old white men who are seen as largely flawed as candidates at the top of both tickets. That's my prediction. James Carville, I appreciate you very much. Thank you, Chris. Thank you very much. I'll tell you, he makes you think. He makes you think. I test his ideas. It doesn't mean I don't agree with the ideas, but that's the job so that you can make your own decisions. Thank you for being a critical thinker. Thank you for being independent. Thank you for subscribing and following here and giving me the opportunity to do the job for you to help you make your own decisions. 
Thank you for checking out the free agent merch. Thank you for checking me out at News Nation, 8 and 11 p. Eastern. We do this five nights a week there, my brothers and sisters, and a lot of crime. So let's get after it.